Welcome to Oops All Apocalypses, a show where we explore the collapse of society by playing fun tabletop role-playing games. Oh no. Oh no. I'm joined oh, no. by two. Where's my gain at? Quit ruining my intro. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just looking at stuff. I'm trying to see where my gain's at. I don't want to peek. I don't want to get yelled at by Stu. It hasn't stopped you before. I'm joined by two banditos. Hey, everyone. Uh, Brady here. I play Book McCready. 25% Detective Noir, 75% Sad Boy. That's cool because it has math in it and all, everyone knows. All my homies love math. Yeah. And we all know Brady is good at math, too. Uh, uh, my name is Jacob. Uh, I'm playing as uh, Ocean today. He's playing Sinus am, Infection is, uh, today. <laughs> I've caught Stu's radiation sickness, I suspect. <laughs> Through a thousand miles and a internet connection, it has somehow transmitted to me. Revenge. And it's making me very upset. It was I'm singing sorry. a thousand miles by that person the whole time. No, 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 no. Oh, that's five hundred. That's five hundred no, miles. That's, that's, that's the... You didn't know Vanessa Carlton. Oh, yeah. We we referenced that song. We referenced that song already, didn't we? I yeah. I was I it? was assuming I was with Jacob. I assumed you forgot the lyrics to the other song because how could you forget Vanessa Carlton? <laughs> and no, and the other one. I think the other one's harder. Is it like the Proclaimers? Stu, what are we here to do? We're here to get fucked up. <laughs> We're here to fall Mission in love. Mission accomplished. <laughs> We're here to fall in love with Book and Ocean as they fall in love with each other. This has all been a long rom-com with quick sojourns into fun, melty face monsters. Book is played by Miss Piggy. <laughs> so if I can just walk everyone through my logic there. In my head, I thought, oh, it's a rom-com except everyone's played by Muppets. And then I said out loud, I'm played by Miss Piggy. Um, but out of context, it makes no fucking sense. The only rom-coms Brady watches are Muppet-related. It's Sesame Street. The only love he can understand comes between a pig and a frog. And a cookie monster and his cookies. <laughs> and a Bert and an Ernie. Happy Pride, everyone. Hell yeah. Oh, I guess that is started today. Indeed. But we're here to fall in love with Book and Ocean. Oh no. And to do Which that, is, I guess, some little pride yeah. stuff, actually. Well, our question today, to fall in love, mm -hmm. is... If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? And it can't be your parents left you. Just being raised. I'd like to have been raised. I Did you not hear the last part of the question? No, that's not really what I want to say. Yeah, because it doesn't fit the question. Correct. Uh, if I had to change anything about how... Uh, if Book had to change anything about how he was raised, he would elect to um, have been potty trained earlier. I will not elaborate. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? No further questions, Your Honor. Has he been potty trained yet? Yeah. He ha he okay. has. I feel like yeah. he has to have, because he... I feel like we've mentioned something about his toilet. Let's just say this. He figured it out. <laughs> I don't, that's not the type of answer that's going to make you fall in love with someone. <laughs> no. That's why... <laughs> That's why Book can't get a date, dude. Well, for Ocean... Yeah, this is a hard one. What? <laughs> this is a really tough one for Ocean, because I don't think he really remembers much about his being raised at this point. Maybe you could infer some things. Infer, Yeah, inferring from the way Ocean acts, I think he would probably like to have been raised in a manner where he's more expressive and open with his emotions. Oh, 
That's sweet. I think he struggles with that. Yeah. So I think that's something Ocean, if he knew how he was raised, he would, uh, you know, probably like that. That's a very good answer. That's much better than Book's answer. <laughs> more, more finger painting. Books. No. And just for that, I'm going to make it so you find your parents before you find Book's parents. <laughs> It'll be extra sad because I won't even recognize yeah, them. But they'll recognize you. They'll be like, my boy. My boy. Have you guys seen Lemony Snicket's series of unfortunate events? First season? Yeah, I've seen all the seasons. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's just, uh, in the first season, you know how they kept like teasing the parents for the Baudelaire's? And it turns out it actually wasn't the Baudelaire's parents the whole time. Uh, it was like the, the Quagmire parents. Yeah. That's what I'm imagining okay. here. We've been following this train to find Book's parents, and it turns out... They're actually oceans. Yeah, that would be so good. And I was adopted just because of Stu's response. Oh no, we just don't care about your parents. <laughs> That's fine. That is also fine. This is a fake memory. Fake. Uh, that was a deep fake video you saw with your dad. And <laughs> Stu, stop stalling and answer the fucking question. Oh, I have to answer too. Yes. If I could change anything about the way I was raised, what would it be? Hmm. We're about to learn a lot about Stu. Yeah, here. I would probably have preferred to not move as much. I think that'd be it. Maybe stick around one general region, because I lived in like many, many states. Yeah, you should have stayed in New Jersey, and then we could have been friends earlier. Oh, that's not the one I would have picked. <laughs> well, let's get back to the action. Last episode. Book and Ocean interrogated Vesuvius and tried to trick him into admitting that he is a robot or clone or something. Is that right? Is mm -hmm. that what you think he is? Okay. Yeah. I think he's robot clone a, thing. a doppelganger with, a, with different vocal cords. Or the other thing that Book had a suspicion of is that he was a cheese monster that evolved, like that molded its cheese face into another person's face. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah he, he mentioned something. I didn't even consider that as an option. Book tried to track down some more information from the video that he watched that his uh, poppy left him and determined that he the clue left behind was that they were going to a lighthouse. Yep. What are you guys doing? Book would like to go home from the bar and unlock his improvement. What's your improvement? So the improvement that I would like to unlock is establishing an observatory in the workspace of cosmology and getting tinkering, which is a move, I think. Yeah, you can tinker with an that observatory. That is going to come in handy. So what does your observatory look like? How What I'm picturing is I got home from the bar kind of drunk with gasoline and morphine, and I sort of like on the way in. I think I stumbled and like bumped into a part of the wall and it just freaking like, uh, like, like slid open, like secret door slid open and I passed out on the couch, did not notice that it happened, woke up in the morning to an, a new room in my cave, like a, just a whole new wing of the cave. Oh shit. And I think we discussed that, um, there might be something real cool about that, like a crack that, um, a crack that I can see all the way up through and that there is a light at the end of the crack and there's a big lens in front of it like a giant magnifying glass but it's just one lens in front of that crack um and i think it was probably maybe something that my parents did stuff with that's pretty How's cool that sounds too yeah big I crack like, like a big crack yeah you go back there you wake up the next morning and when you go back there you see there's like a workbench and there's some 
weird variety of tools and you see some parchment laid out that has like a compass and a rulers and some like weird markings and measurements on it that you don't understand yet. When but you say you compass, see... do you mean like north, south, east, west, or do you mean no. like the, the split leg thing you use for dead reckoning on ships? The split leg thing. Fuck yeah. You see a this crack that goes all the way up, and at the bottom there's this mirror that is positioned in, positioned in this perfect way to give you this glimpse up all the way up through this crack. It's a mirror, huh? The very bottom, yeah. It's like snorting coke off of. No, it's at an angle. <laughs> That's good because book does not partake. What are you doing with it? Just happy it's here. Uh, I think I think I'm hungover, so I'm gonna I'm gonna like squint at it with one eye closed, and I'm making that face that you all can't see. And I'm gonna squint at it, and then I'm gonna go and pour myself a cup of coffee, and we're gonna cut over to Ocean. I was about to say I think I fell asleep in front of the door because I was trying to stay up and watch Vesuvius. Yes, <laughs> did not go very well. I passed. And out. he woke up before you and was like, "Why am I locked in here?" But very nicely, like he always is. I was about to say, I think I played it off as like, oh, sorry, I must have fallen asleep. And so, yeah, he'll he'll come out and he'll say, well, uh, I really I would hate to keep holding you up with my presence in here. Is there uh, do you have any recommendations for something I could use my services at to give me a source of income so I can get my own place? Uh, well, well, Vesuvius, uh, I guess there's this town's always needing stuff. It's it's pretty run down at this point in time what what are you good at i mostly just uh i would i would keep watch and i would uh i would go on some of the expeditions with them i'm, I'm a really good shot really good shot um but i don't have a lot of like book learning type things but is security um anything like that i want to uh hickory fleeks for would have obviously be the you know, maybe I should point him in the way of Hickory because, I mean, if he's really something that's if he's really like not actually Vesuvius and is actually like sabotaging things, then, you know, putting him in the in the way of some dude who we're opposed again doesn't sound like a bad dude, we idea. We could have a mole. We could have a mole. Yeah. I, you know what? Screw it. Yeah. I'm going to be like, well, you know, Vesuvius, you could could always go talk to the the services of the sheriff. Oh, you have a sheriff in this fine town? No. Well, sort of. We have we have kind of a de facto law enforcement that kind of does everything, I guess, and manages the most of our energy services, but because of that, they're kind of in charge of most things. Ha, huh, was that a pun? In charge? Yes, yes it was. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I I think you would best talk to them talk to them okay yeah there's a there's a the center of the town there's a there's a i guess i'm deciding where hickory's little power yeah place you can is. come up with it i'm gonna say it's an old rundown courthouse that's in the middle of the town that's uh it's probably not where he does like all of it like the actual like all the power source and stuff is but it's gonna be where um like the barracks and where he keeps all his people and where they do their their uh their bookkeeping and that kind of thing. And I imagine it has like his office is like one of the actual courtrooms. It's the only like place with like a throne. Room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, he, uh, ocean will tell Vesuvius. Yeah. You just, the, it looks like an old courtroom or courthouse just down the town. Talk to whoever's at the front desk, let them know your skills. Maybe they'll let you, let you get in there. I do think that my skill set would fit right well with, 
what you described them as, so I, I thank you for pointing me in that direction. I will I will let you know how it goes. Do I do I look good? Yeah, yeah. Oh, always Vesuvius. I'm gonna give him a wink. Thank you. I am just remembering I sold my only gun, and by sold <laughs> I mean gave as a present to that fine person in that bar. Um Well, it's probably better off if you go without a gun, to be honest with you. They're pretty easily intimidated over there, so I'm sure if they let you do it, they will let you give you resources and everything you could possibly need. So, okay, I appreciate it. Just, just don't put up a show. Just go in, state your business, and tell them that you're uh, just looking for work. Thank you. I do appreciate it, and I will, I will pay you back if I get a job there. I will pay you back for this night I spent in your cupboard, and <laughs> and we will be even. And- <laughs> It could be pretty beneficial if you get a job there, too, because, you know, Book and I, we don't really necessarily always see eye to eye with Hickory. He's got some different uh, goals and plans that, you know, kind of hurt the little guy a little bit when it comes to going and getting taxed, getting taxed for bringing stuff back. So maybe when you're if you get a job over there, you could. You can, you know, talk to us a little about on the things going on there so we can help come up with better solutions for the problems. Give me a sway someone roll. All right. Let's see. Where the fuck did I put my dice? Oh, there they are. <laughs> I, I know for a fact they're right in front of you. <laughs> they were indeed right in front of me. They're rainbow colored, but they kind of like were reflective. So they blended in with my computer. Okay. I'm actually somewhat okay at swaying somebody. All right. Let's roll this dice. Oh, that's a 10. I think that sounds like a fair arrangement. I will keep my my ear to the ground, my nose to the grindstone, and my eye on the prize, and let you know if there is anything that seems afoot. Well, we'd we'd appreciate that very much, very much of Vesuvius. When he said each of those, he pointed to all of his corresponding body parts, including (laughs) at the end, he pointed to his foot when he said a foot. It was a very good visual gag. For the time being, it's probably best not to mention that we're the ones that sent you over there. Oh, yeah, I, I completely understand. Do not worry. Good luck, Vesuvius, and uh, I wish you well. And uh, sorry for the mix-up with your with, with your voice. It's just, you just sound a little different, I guess. I guess you just maybe had a cold that one day or something. Yeah, I, I guess so. This is how I always remember me sounding, but I heard no one really knows what their own voice sounds like. It's always a little different in their head, so maybe when I was, like, sick or something, I thought it was me, but... I don't know, but uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna head right there. I'm gonna show them I can be there bright and early, and um, I bid you a good day. Well, good luck to you. And I'll give him a little two finger salute with his finger. He will tip his non-existent hat and walk out. <laughs> and then you hear uh, a <laughs> ocean. I I got something you're gonna want to see. Hey, hey, book. What you, what you got for me? I I just woke up. Had an interesting conversation with Vesuvius. Uh, what do you got for me? Come to the Bat Cave. Bat cave. Just the cave. Just come to the cave. You know the cave. Your your cave. Your you talk about your cave. I think we talked over each other a little bit there. Uh, yeah, just the cave. My cave. The cave. Our. You got you got power back. Uh, I look up. Yes. <laughs> Be right there. That was fun. That was a fun <laughs> gag. Hey, hey, Ocean. Are you still there? Yeah. Over and out. Okay. All right. I'm I'm going to head over to Book's Cave. Okay. Uh yeah, you make it to Book's Cave uh pretty unaccosted. I think we've come to the conclusion that you are on the same side of town as him, yeah. right? Yep. 
I think so. Yeah. Okay. I can't quite remember how that long conversation ended up going, but I do remember we kind of drew a little bit of a map of things. We'll have a map soon. Brady's going to draw one mm -hmm. now that we've come to an agreement on the major landmarks. Absolutely. Uh, but you go, you see Brady's cave, which is a just in hewn into the wall uh, just south of where uh, the entrance to the long dark is. You see that way the tunnels all extend outward and you see it's just beaten down dirt. And you see this cave here with a couple street lamps out front lighting a very well-made door. I, I think I'm waiting outside for Ocean to get there. So I wave. Then as... you also see Book I, I... outside <laughs> waving I wave as you as approach. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll wave back like, Book, yo, what you got for me? And I'm going to start heading over his way. I uh, kind of smooth my hair back a little bit because I'm hungover from stuff. And um, I'm leaning on the cane as well and holding my coffee like that guy in Knives Out the guy who dies at the start and i go hey hey ocean come take a look at this and i kind of waddle inside and uh i point at the the new the cavernous crack that is formed <laughs> holy shit in the wall i think it's just next to my mystery board just thankfully it didn't rip my mystery board in half yeah i think where the hell this come from book i think there was a you can change this if you don't like it but there was a um like full length target bookcase that was filled with dvds nice uh right there that you probably didn't watch too many of but when you fell into that it was just cheap particle board and dvds are pretty light so it just kind of fell over revealing this <laughs> hidden entrance it fell what over oh revealing this hidden entrance nice cool i'm down with that in the morning i picked up the mess so i think there's there are some shattered remains of a bookshelf but all the dvds are now stacked neatly one of them no, broke, just though. a big gaping hole in your your wall. It was the movie Compact. I don't think I have a DVD <laughs> player to watch them with, so that's fine. No. I assume we don't even have a TV to watch them with, even if we had a DVD player. No, when you were young, you had a portable DVD player, but your father took it with him. Nice. So, Stu, I want to turn off my lights, and I want to kind of see where the reflection of the light points in the in the room. Have you Have you been in there yet? What What is it? I have no idea. It's a crack, and it goes really far. It's like a, it's almost like a vent, like a, but it's not. It's clearly not a thermal vent because we'd be dead. Um, but it's some kind of vent. I don't know where. I see light at the end of it, so it's either, well, it's either the surface or it's that same light we saw about a year ago. Well, shit. You want me going first? I wanna, yeah, go take a look. But I want to try something, and I turn the lights off, and I want to see where the reflected light, if it points anywhere on the walls or the ceiling. Uh, when you turn the lights off now, you actually do not see any reflected light. Hmm. But is there still? Is there any? Can I see anything in the mirror, or is it just black now? It's just dark. Wow. Okay. I turn the lights back on. Do I see stuff now? Just like the normal way lights would let you see things. Okay. Not anything cool. So there's nothing. I can't see. So I turn to ocean. I go. I, I swear there was. Ocean, I swear there is light. I could see something in the in the reflection. I don't I don't know where it went, but it's it was there. It was there this morning. Well, let's let's head on in, see if we can find out what's at the end of this. I don't think it's a I think it's like a very small vertical crack. Oh, it's not something that, Oh, I thought she, I thought this was a big hole that we could walk in. There's <laughs> a room there's a hole. It's, yeah, a little it was a little confusing cuz me and Brady both described it, I think in different parts. Yeah. But it's a okay. it's there's a hole to get into this hidden room basically. That was hidden behind this bookshelf, 
but the actual thing itself is a mirror at the, bo- at the bottom of a very small crack that you basically can't even, like, for a little bit, you could probably fit some fingers up into it, but it is very small, and you can't see what goes up there. But earlier today, Book did see a reflection of some light coming off of the mirror. But it's very straight. It's clearly a very straight vent. Because you can, because otherwise you wouldn't see shit. I was just gonna peek and it's like, what the hell is this? What what does it do? Is, is it? It seems like it has some kind of purpose. I don't know, but I, I think whatever it is, it's what convinced my parents to go, explore. How did things go with Vesuvius last night? Where is he right now? Funny you should ask. Um, I fell asleep. Nice. After getting him back, so I was uh, unsuccessful with watching him, but I think I found a solution that could benefit us for both. One, getting them out of our hair, and two, possibly undermining slash giving us a mole into Hickory's operation. Sounds like maybe it went way better than I thought it would. I was kind of worried for your well-being. <laughs> no, he seemed completely normal. So... I, I, It seems like besides his voice being different and maybe some patchy parts of his memory, it seems like it's Vesuvius. So, Ocean, I've been thinking about this. Really, I dreamed about it. I just woke up a little bit ago, um, as you can tell. And I scratched my stubble that is not very well grown. (laughs) Um, So I had a couple thoughts last night. The first thought is Vesuvius seemed to know more about what we were doing in the last 24 hours, 48 hours. How how long was I dead? I'm I'm not sure, to be honest with you. Well, how long since you went into... I went in... So our whole adventure together... It was two days, I think. Stu, I was about to say, it was about two days going down and yeah. going on that whole fiasco. Yes. So, yeah, it's, I was I went in... I, I went in... Must have went in after you did. Jeez. Because I was only down there for about two days. Two days? So I missed Taco Tuesday? You did. God. That was good. Fucking damn it. <laughs> well, anyway, so my thought was Vesuvius seemed to know more... Then he led on about what we did for the last two days because he mentioned the psychic maelstrom and I don't remember bringing it up. I might be wrong because I was, you know, not in my right mind, but I'm, I'm pretty sure there is something fishy going on there. And I'd like to talk to Vesuvius some more. But the other thing that I thought about was that he talked about before he left, he said that Crandall changed. He said Crandall started acting differently. He said that he started collecting stuff that he wouldn't normally be interested in. And I think whatever swapped bodies with Vesuvius swapped bodies with Crandall first. I think this goes... makes sense. I think it's spreading out from there. And I'm worried that Vesuvius is the foothold for whatever's happening into our community. So, I think... This might sound crazy. I know we just got back, but I think we should go see Crandall, and I think that we should ask Hickory to come with us, or some of his people. That's a ballsy plan. And I think it'll be reasonable for us to ask Vesuvius to stay behind, because he's trying to get away from Crandall. But I think we should have people watch him, and I think that we should send a team out, including you and I, to go see Crandall and see what's see what's what. What makes you think Hickory's gonna willingly send people with us, though? I don't think he particularly, uh, uh, you know, I mean, considering our last interaction, I don't see him being particularly happy to see us. Well, the way I see it, Hickory's a lot of things, but he 
is a megalomaniac like no other, and without a community to lead, he's nothing. So, if we put it in those terms, and we make it clear to him that this is a threat to all of us, I think he might just listen. Well, I mean, I'm down to check it out. And also... I guess let's give it a shot, see how it goes. I think that's a better plan than we've had so far. Yeah, and if it gets us into the lighthouse, you know, maybe we could... Oh, you want to use this as an excuse to head over that direction, as an excuse to go see the, the power plant, eh? Maybe. I think... I think that's our best move. What do you think? I like it. I think that's the best plan we've got so far, though. Uh, you may you may excuse me for not going with you to talk to Hickory. I'll uh, probably just stand outside for that part. <laughs> no, you have to come. Fucking don't. Ugh. Don't leave me hanging like that. <laughs> come okay, on, fine, fine. Come on. Oh, God, fine, fine. Ocean's still not quite uh, okay with uh, yeah. the, the last incident that occurred yeah i understand that i understand but luckily hickory wasn't there to see the worst of it is there anything we should take care of before we go well is there anything else you want to check out with this little room in here um i think we might just have to leave that for another day um i'm wondering if there's anyone we should warn anyone else we should talk to what do you think I mean, we we have like three friends, so I feel like it wouldn't be that hard to warn <laughs> those three people before we go. Does that sound right? Yeah, that sounds fine. I think we should. Yeah, we should definitely talk to what the what the hell's his name? Wallace. Uh, Wallace. So we got Den Wallace, we got Frida, and we got uh, Johnny Hertz. Was who I was thinking of. I was oh, thinking and and, uh, and, uh, and Juniper. I was just about to say, I was thinking Juniper. So we got four friends. I was say I wonder if Juniper could send us some Not people. Not counting Callista Furnace. Well, Callista and Callista. Frida are rolled up into one right now because I only talk to Frida through Callista. So, anyway. You know, we haven't been to the Soggy Worm in a little while. Because you hate it. You told me you hate it. I do hate it. So I, I haven't hate brought it. us back. <laughs> I hate it, but it, it, it's a good source of information. Do you think we should check in there and see if they've got any rumors or anything for Maybe us? Maybe the menu's changed. Yeah, who knows? All right, Stu, we walk to the Soggy Worm. That's such a good name, first of all. It's such a horrible name. I love it. It's horrible in the best possible way. You go and you see this haphazardly constructed shack of cup of noodles. And you do see Callista right now is carrying two of them to some customers sitting at one of the shitty picnic tables out front. You see Captain Noodles back there working hard. And you do see they do have a big exciting menu that says now with additional msg and you see they have a bunch of seasonal nice ready to be added in on top oh man i love msg um is <laughs> den wallace around he's not sad he works during the day usually unlike you <laughs> god so that's how it's jerk be, move yeah. so i go up to uh we go up to callista oh uh hey guys may you need to make an order so I'm going to say, uh, what, what is the code for we have information? Uh, we'll have uh, two shrimp packets on the side, please. Um, she kind of looks up for a second like she's thinking, and then she gets her uh, notepad and flips to the back page and reads some stuff and uh, goes, oh, okay, yeah, sure thing. And she goes back and starts preparing that with Captain Noodles. Okay. I just look at Ocean, wait for her to come back. <laughs> We're like, is that how she normally responds? I feel like she's a little bit more, you know, 
aware of things than that. I've successfully like made you guys so paranoid. I'm so <laughs> happy. <laughs> I'll say, she seemed a little more conf- confused when we placed our order. Did you notice that? Um, I'm my eyes are kind of glazed over, and I, 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 I come to him like, yeah, I um, you know what? No, I think no. Let's. Uh, oh, fucking a. Um. All right, dream boot. All right, dream man. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out like. It makes the most sense that Vesuvius would be the first person affected to come here because we haven't had one of the things. Okay, so we know from Stu, one of the things we haven't had a lot of is like skilled labor and trade with other places lately. So we, we, we've been super isolated. I, I don't think, I think it makes the most sense that Vesuvius is the first person to have been infected. Yeah. Is Clillista back yet, Stu? It's Cup of Noodles. No, uh, she's actually preparing it very, very slowly and waiting for it to be her. Uh, you, you know that she does this normally, that she's waiting for it to be a time where she can take a break because you have to give her information. Whatever. She has to be out the clock. Fine. She doesn't know how long it'll take. So it's also very disruptive to her normal day and normal schedule. So um, she makes them as slow as <laughs> possible, the brings guys? them by, and then yells back to Captain Noodles. And she's like, hey, I'm going to take my five. And he goes, no problem. Okay, got it. I, I, as she's walking up, I whisper to Ocean, watch her eyes. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, give me an act under pressure roll or act under fire roll. No, uh, you give Ocean. me a sharp roll because I am using stern presence. Okay. Well, how are you being stern? What are you doing? I'm just not being too friendly. That's not stern. Well, so normally, like, I'm, like, super, like, flustered and, like, <laughs> around Callista. So I think she can tell, like, I'm I'm pretty, I'm acting pretty cold today. Okay. She goes, oh, what's wrong? That's why we're here. She goes, oh, this is serious. This is serious. And I rolled an 11. If anyone has intentionally told, lied, told lies, betrayed trust, or sown confusion, they can't meet my eyes. If anyone here needs my help, they meet and hold my eyes. Uh, on a 10 plus both and i got a 10 plus so there's not many people here there's a couple customers captain noodles and callista callista uh looks at you briefly and then seems to understand the gravity of the situation and sits down at the table ready to listen uh you look over and captain noodles is like sweating and looking away and looking down deep into his pot of noodles definitely avoiding your gaze so Callista's neither it sounds like she is neither okay she does not need your help and she's not intentionally told lies betray trust or something okay perfect i nodded ocean and i think now now you can do your your little your your role what is it the role for act under fire act under yep act under fire ocean okay as you try to stare into her eyes without being incredibly creepy and obvious about it. Lordy. That's a four. Well, what, what is, what is it? What's, what's wrong? I'm waiting for like a nod for motion that he hasn't seen anything funky in her eyes. Uh, you, you look, you look over to ocean and he is staring directly. <laughs> He's leaning over the table a little bit, staring into her eyes and you see her awkwardly like glancing at him and looking away. <laughs> Okay. And uh, okay. Ocean, you don't see anything. I was just about to say before I play it off. <laughs> okay, uh, Ocean is gonna kind of like oh, shake his head and like jolt back up. And it's like oh, oh, sorry, didn't get much sleep last night. Zoning out there for a second. All right, I'm gonna take that as an all clear, even though it's clearly not. 
Um, so <laughs> he's gonna, yeah, he'll, as he does that, he's gonna turn to, uh, as he shakes his head, he's gonna turn to a book and give him a shrug. <laughs> cool. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean in and in a whisper, but I'm not gonna whisper because this is an audio medium. Hey, Callista, um, I have some information. It's not just for Frida. I think there's something going on here. I think that we might have some kind of interloper. Uh, he looks like someone Ocean and I met when we were plundering Subtropolis TM trademark copyright 2023 Stu Masterson. He looks like him, but he doesn't sound like him. And I know that seems loose, but Ocean saw some things too. I, I think, I don't know what it is. I don't know what he is, but if you encounter someone named Vesuvius, don't let them get too close. Just keep your distance and let me know. Let me know if anything happens. Let me know what he wants. And same thing for Frida. I don't know where they are or what they're doing, but they should keep an eye out. There might be more of these guys going around. I think it sounds like there's at least one more in Subtropolis that, that we know about. Um, but I'm anticipating that this won't be an isolated incident. Um, and we just wanted to let you know. Well, yeah, that, that, sounds, that sounds like a lot. Uh, thank you for letting me know. And I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll get in touch with our friend and make sure... Uh, give me a read someone roll. That was an 11. Okay, you get to hold three. So I'm going to hold three, and what I'm going to say to Callista is, um, can you do me a favor? Uh, Yeah, yeah. What do you need? Will you let Den know as well? He's already been caught in the crossfire enough. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What I, I, what I, what the questions that I have are, are you telling the truth? What are you feeling? What are you thinking of doing? What do you hope I'll do? And how could I get you to do X? I really like, I mean, of course, are you telling the truth is the big one. Yeah, that's always a good one. But how are you feeling? It sounds like a really good one here. Hmm. And then what are you hoping I would do? It sounds like she's definitely hiding something almost. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if I can use this hold to find out what she knows about uh, Captain Noodles. What a dumb sentence. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, maybe maybe that's my in. Okay, so uh, Callista, as a just a side note, um, what's going on with Captain Noodles? Um, I don't know. He seems fine. He just he seems really stressed right now. I don't know what's going on. I probably need to get back soon. I um, look at her maybe and I say overwhelmed. Uh, I look at her in the eyes and I say he's up to something. Oh, oh okay, <laughs> okay. You think he's one of these? These like. Vesuviuses? No, I think if he was, he would be a lot more calm. And then I'm going to spend my hold, and I want to know if she is telling the truth about Captain Noodles. Yeah, she is being honest okay. with her interpretation of the situation. Okay. Mm. What do you hope I'll do about this situation with the with Vesuvius? So you get the feeling, especially when she mentioned going back to Captain Noodles like he needs help, that she hopes you'll just leave her alone. She seems very oh. uncomfortable right now. Like the whole situation is a very strange, out of nowhere thing where this guy who just resulted in her boyfriend getting shot just came and stared at her eyes for a while. And then you told her to be careful in a bunch of weird ways and then told her her boss is up to something. She seems very <laughs> uncomfortable and like she wants you guys gone but she's way too polite to like say anything about it so she's just trying to be like oh i think i need to get back soon <laughs> this has not been the most 
I don't know. I don't know what to do about this last hold. I don't want to waste it, but also Stu's making me feel very anxious about this interaction with this poor person, this poor woman. <laughs> I'm just playing it like I see it. Yeah. That you have a massive crush on. I'm gonna. Okay, I say, are you all right? But I'm asking, what are you feeling? And I'm spending a hold. No, I'm just. I've. I don't know. That says a lot that you've told me, and I don't know. I just feel like I'm. I don't know what you expect me to do about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I appreciate you trying to warn me and say there's stuff going on, but it's, it sounds, you're sounding like a little, a little crazy. Yeah, I suppose I do. And I stand up and I start to walk away. Dramatic exit. Fuck yeah. Leaving the noodles? Yes, <laughs> I didn't eat, I didn't eat the noodles. Actually, I don't walk away. <laughs> uh, before, before Callista can get back to Captain Noodles, I want to get there first. You can awkwardly she's heading straight back there so you have to like awkwardly jog past her that's fine to do that that's fine okay I don't give a fuck. you awkwardly jog past her uh and i and i uh call over to captain noodles and i say hey uh all orders are final no they were uh the noodles were <laughs> were great today i just wanted to i don't know, you know what's in them until it's opened up if you don't like it i see you didn't eat any of it but no they're they're great uh and then i want to use compassionate presence how are you being compassionate with Captain Noodles? Because I said they were great. The noodles were good. That is absolutely not compassionate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. So I say, hey, no, your noodles are great, and I just want to let you know <laughs> that you're doing a great job. And also, are you okay? You look stressed out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm doing fine. I just, I, I can't help you with your noodle problem. I make them, and I give them to you. And I'm done. <laughs> okay. There's no noodle problem. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean to add to your stress. I love Google. Uh, that was a twelve. Yeah. So I need to know if he's ashamed of something and if he's holding on to pain. Uh, specifically, I want to know if he's ashamed of something he's done. Just as an aside, while you're doing this, I'm I'm really liking the mental image of uh, Ocean still sitting at the table with Callista, like still awkwardly standing there, and Ocean's kind of looking around, going, "So, um, sorry, I got your boyfriend shot. Fuck. My bad." <laughs> He uh, he he said it wasn't your fault, Mike. It was very much Ocean's fault. <laughs> I don't know how it couldn't be your fault, but he said it wasn't. And I, I think like, it's my fault. I definitely think it's my fault. So you can take solace in that. Yeah, but he he's doing he's doing okay. He's he's back on his feet. He, he's actually he started working again today. That's good. What, what's he do again? I don't know. He's always driving around in that truck. He, oh, he does okay. he does stuff that's like complicated. I think he's like really good at like machines. He's he's very smart. He's like the smartest person I've ever met. <laughs> Book does Book hear any of this? <laughs> not if you're not if you're using compassionate presence. <laughs> it's just the most just imagine the most awkward conversation. <laughs> if Book Henny heard any of that, he would fucking be glaring. Back over at Captain Noodles. Yeah, what's um, Cappy Nude saying? He goes, Okay. I, I admit it. I sometimes I do mix a little bit of the styrofoam back into the noodles. Just sometimes, like I, it's only if they're very light. Like it, I think something's missing from them, so I just melt some of it down, and it gives them a good heft. I don't think it's bad for you. I've I've eaten them, and I'm fine. But are you saying it tastes bad? I don't say anything. I I just I just roll my eyes, and 
is so he's he's admitted to a sh- uh, something he's ashamed of. Does he say anything about holding on to pain? No, he has no pain. Okay, so as Callista approaches, I just say, "Never mind about your boss. I'm sorry. I'm just super paranoid right now." Oh, okay. <laughs> and then I, you still you still want me to talk to our friend? Yes, definitely. Yes, hundred percent. Okay. That's real. That's real. That's real. Probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's real. And she she walks behind the counter. <laughs> uh, Ocean will turn the book and be like, well, I think that went pretty smooth. I think that went so bad. That went so bad. <laughs> Captain Noodles. So I tell him, I was like, Captain Noodles, first of all, I, I take, so I'm assuming that Ocean was like just about to take a sip of noodles and I slap it out of his hands. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't eat those. They're poison. Yeah. It's literally poison. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew there was something wrong with these damn noodles. We have so much, so much microplastic in our lungs. <laughs> All right, now we go to the. I, I, so I think how we laid it out is that the soggy worm is, or sorry, yeah. the broken leg is like in the middle of town. So it's uh, it's in between the soggy worm and um, fucking. Johnny hurts his place. So let's go to the broken leg. I want to pop in and just let Juniper know the same. We can skip that if you want to go. Yeah, I don't else. think I'm not using any stern presences on, on him. Unless any of you have any other things you want to say, you can just say you stopped by and told him or anyone else on the way to your next destination um, about your... I guess we tell um, <laughs> tell Spade as well. I just... Okay. I, do we want to see if we can... Do we want to see if Spade wants to come with us? Uh, I mean, we're going into Subtropolis, but I'm worried that they would just run off and try to find that stupid tower. That's true. You broke their brain. I forgot. Then again, <laughs> then again, at least if they're with us, like they could end up trying to go anyway. So if they're with us, they won't. We could at least keep an eye on them. And it would help us control Hickory. Uh, I Let's let's invite Spade along and see what they say. I think we should just uh, see how it goes. Just see how- you go into the broken leg. Mm-hmm. Insert broken leg music here. <laughs> you see Juniper at the bar. He goes, hey, you guys usually don't come in here for a drink, so what's up? <laughs> Nobody likes us, I'm learning. <laughs> We're burning all our bridges so bad. Did you figure out Did you figure out that uh, message? Probably. I know that you said that you didn't think that my parents gave hickory anything but i'm pretty sure we got to go to hickory's place so we're gonna go do that he seems nervous about that but good he's like if you think that's what's best yeah well don't worry we're doing something stupider first and then i walk away from the bar <laughs> god today's the day for dramatic i'm still hungover i want it on record not me brady <laughs> book is uh ocean you want a drink <laughs> give me something stiff i got you this one's on the house since you took a bullet Wait, you didn't take a bullet since you made three other people say, take a bullet. Since I cost a lot of bullets to be no, taken. Book took a bullet. <laughs> you wasted a lot of bullets. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, in the good way. You wasted their bullets. Uh, I guess that's true. Less bullets to shoot at us in the future. Fewer yeah, exactly. Bullets. That's how I look at it. Your way. You can't correct us. <laughs> you can teach them to read. No, I call from across the bar. It's fewer. They have fewer bullets now. Nice. Um, but he pours you a big drink and he's going, hey, what's what's up with book i think he's a little paranoid right now i think things going on have kind of gotten him a little bit riled up and yeah he, well he did like almost die right almost twice almost died yeah yeah indeed both times 
probably my fault. Okay, I think I think you're being a little too hard on yourself. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Do, do you think I should like talk to him or something? Or uh, it could be helpful. He's pretty I focused don't... right now on this situation we've got with uh, the stranger that came into town yesterday. Yeah, I think something. Do you think there's something weird with him? I don't know if there's something weird with book, but this. The stranger's got us all paranoid because we, we knew him prior to him coming today, and he's different. Yeah, that is definitely concerning. I understand that. And uh, he was one of Crandall's men? Yes. We're thinking about going to investigate Crandall himself. Messing with warlords usually isn't a great idea, but uh, usually when people are leaving him, that's a good thing. I don't, I, like, I don't know many warlords trying to pull off advanced espionage to hamlet opening like there's not much here for them to take you know what i'm saying that's true yeah in my opinion it would have to be like personal you know i think this this guy's got something on you or book i don't know i don't think we really when we were when we first met him i don't think we really gave him too much information about us so I don't really know what he can know, but it sure seems like he knows more about us than what we've been telling him. That is strange. Well, here's a second drink. Thank you. <laughs> okay, over at Spade. Hmm. Uh, Spade, as soon as you come up, uh, flips the tablecloth over and shows you all the work they've made on their crazy person board and goes, okay, I think I've been having some ideas. So you said the wolves like howled, right? Every time. I think... Like, so that howl is, you know, how radio waves work. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's, there's something to the fact that like the frequency experience them. Yeah. Yeah. But so like Johnny hurts, you know, and all the weird stuff he does this, you didn't run into this situation until you were helping him out with his radio things. And I feel like the way they communicate is basically the same. So like, I think it's something to do with what, that device you got what was that device the tte yeah the through the earth communicator do you know how that works i do know how it works i think it might be related it could be similar to the tower but the tower was definitely communicating not through the earth it was through our minds but i think that's and the wolves also don't go through the earth that's right yeah spade is definitely just a red herring generator so that's cool <laughs> um so i'm gonna i'm gonna like okay we gotta figure out a way to reverse this <laughs> i'm gonna try to break spade's attention from the board and i'm gonna say hey spade we're heading into subtropolis i can't promise that we're gonna get a chance to look at that tower but it's gonna get you closer than you've been the last three weeks i didn't know if you wanted to come what are you what are you doing so listen do you remember that guy i asked you to talk to last night yeah vesuvius well, and we told you that we thought he might be not who he says he is, not not yeah. the guy we knew, not Vesuvius, yeah. fake Vesuvius. I think you said. Yeah. Um, I think there might be more of him, and I think I know where we can find them. And I don't know if they're related to the psychic maelstrom, but I know that it's another mystery, and and I gotta, I gotta, I gotta follow it down. How do you think they're related? Well, I don't, to be honest, but I also don't know. Other... Actually, you know what? I do. Hold on. Maybe I do because, do you remember? I told you. Ocean had this vision, and in the vision, he saw a doppelganger with, uh, with, with, uh, like, uh, uh, like robot eyes, and, and Vesuvius's eyes had a glint to them. Anyway, 
Ocean's vision, in that vision, that's what led him to the tower where he found me. He had, he saw, his the code that he saw in the vision got him into the tower that I was in. So I think they might be related, actually. So if... I'm not saying we have to figure it out now, but I'm saying we are going to go investigate it. Do you want to come? I don't know if I can get out of my job That's okay. that easily. It's but... it's okay if you can. I just wanted to offer it. Extend an yeah, invitation. How, how long are you going to be gone? The last time we went to see Crandall, we were there and back in about 24 hours. Yeah, I don't think I can miss a whole day. Uh, just can you like radio up here if you're going to the tower? Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Damn tower. Probably. That goddamn tower. <laughs> and um, I think it's time to go see Johnny Hurts. Johnny Hurts? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's our other friend. We got to warn about the spooky people. Ocean. I, I walk back up to the bar. All right, Ocean, did you tell Juniper to be on the lookout for spooky robot people? I did. I did book. <laughs> Juniper, Juniper's like two feet away from you right now. And he, when book says that, he stares right at you, Ocean, and his eyes go like huge. So you're making me out to be the crazy one. That's fucked. I'm this doing is nothing. gaslighting of the, the, of the highest degree. Anyway, we go to Johnny Hertz's. <laughs> Lord, you walk by the lovely Frida Alley. You see some dried blood still caked on the ground yeah. and sprayed up against one of the walls. Ocean has a blank stare for a couple seconds. <laughs> Book throws the horns at Ocean. <laughs> Not really. Um, but you see Johnny Hurts. Uh, his shack is up around the corner. All right, I go in. You see him sitting at the desk. You can't hear him. He's through the glass, but he is recording right now and he sees you as you walk in is there a, his eyes light is up. there a paper and pen yeah of course okay i could write him a note but if he's gonna come mm -hmm. talk to me i'd rather do that okay uh he holds up a hand like five minutes okay so i turn the ocean i think we should probably set up the tt before we go so that we can talk to johnny hertz i don't okay. think i don't think our radios will reach back to all the way back to hamlet opening i think that's a good plan do we want to make it I know we initially talked about kind of hiding some features, but hiding some features of the TTE from Johnny. Do we want to do that or do we just want to leave everything out to dry? I trust Johnny at this point and we need him to operate it while we're gone. So I think all we right. just have to put all our cards on the table. I do think. Let's do it. Now that I've, now that I have tinkering, can I roll tinkering to set up the TTE? Oh yeah. You've got it the... is, you have tink you have tinkering with cosmology. cosmology. You could you can tinker with your workshop to try to make it do stuff like that, but you haven't done that yet. Can one argue that because the TTE exudes cosmic signals? <laughs> Does it? Yeah, radio <laughs> waves, right? Those are cosmic signals? They are, yeah. <laughs> I guess everything's technically. I was say, we're all technically cosmic signals. Stu, 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 okay, let's, let's go th that way. What does TTE stand for again? Through the Earth. Would you say that the Earth is a cosmic body? Not specifically that type of earth. I feel like I've made some very strong arguments. That stone and dirt is a cosmic body. Yeah. It was at some point, yeah. But like everything is. Yeah. Um, Please? No. Uh, <laughs> it's also not at your workshop. Everything's here. You could have. You could do cool stuff with that. You should have got your workshop with your first improvement. But no, you can use 
your your guys's normal knowledge. Johnny Hertz hits his big switch that you can hear through the glass, and he takes off his headphones and he goes to the door and he goes, "Hey guys, Johnny Hertz here. Uh, are you here to finally set up that TTE?" Yeah, Johnny, we are. We also have some more some news that we need to something we need to talk to you about. Cards on the table. There's some shit going on, and I explain it to him. That seems like some heavy stuff. You want to come on my radio show and talk about it? Not until we figure it out. I don't want to give... If this is a real threat, I don't want to give them too much of an indication that we know what's going on. But what if talking about it is how you figure it out? I find that to be the case 99% of the time. (laughs) If it's all right, Johnny, I'm going to ask that we keep this under wraps for now. Okay, I am very discreet. So you have nothing to worry with old Johnny Hertz. (laughs) Actually, you know what? You know what, Johnny? Fuck it. You know what? Feel free to talk about it on your show, but don't say it came from us because just, yeah, just put some. Oh, my sources are always fully hidden. Put some feelers out there. Let us know if you get any. About to say, actually, yeah, using him might actually be pretty useful. Pretty could be potentially useful. Well, that's probably going to have to wait like uh, three or four days because I'm going to be out of commission while we're setting this up. Fair enough. Three or four days? Yeah. This thing's complicated, and it's got to work fit into my setup. That's a long time. I'm just I'm just worried that this situation might be more time-sensitive than that. Ocean, what do you think? Um. Well, I would always be happier to get up to speed quicker if you want to pull, like, a couple all-nighters. I was about to say, is there possible go way get we some coffee? set it up? Yeah, I was about to say, depending on how we do, we might be able to push ourselves to try and set it up even quicker. Are we about to have a montage Gonna have a montage. Honestly, though, maybe having a couple days to let Vesuvius do some feelers. See if we can go through and see how people have been, like, reacted to them. We can, like, let them go. Like, we don't know how this thing propagates. So, like... That's true. If it's like the thing, three or four days is the entire town is infected. That's true. But we even don't even necessarily know that he's something that's infecting people. Like, we don't know nothing about how it works correct how long would it take for us to just set the transmitting part up just like not all of it the way set up but just like the bit that we need book would know that probably like if you guys worked non-stop for like a 24 hours you should be able to get up the transmitter working okay okay maybe we can at least get the transmitter i say let's just burn let's just do it all do it all yeah I guess trying to just like power through it, only taking like mm-hmm. naps. Yeah, I think so. Doing as quickly. Johnny Hertz gets so excited. He's like, "Yes, this is gonna be so much fun!" And like, I'm gonna only be off. Let me get on the air. Yeah, let's let's start tonight. Uh, you you get set up. I'm gonna go close out my show, and then I'll go run and get some supplies. I'll get some snacks. I'll get some uh, energy <laughs> drinks. It's gonna be a party. Party with Johnny Hertz. Johnny Hertz is already on cocaine, and we're just gonna <laughs> a bunch of Red Bull. <laughs> Um, and you're you're not going to try to hide the receiving aspect from him. No. Okay. No. Are you going to tell him now, or are you going to tell him later when you're setting it up? I'm gonna just I'm gonna tell him. I'm I'm gonna say, look, Johnny, this thing's um actually super fucking. It's awesome. Um, and there's some capabilities that I don't think you knew about. Uh, we we can actually send and receive simultaneously with this thing, which means you know this this has an op this has the the potential to do some real real good for our community. Oh wow. Um, I don't know what I would use that receiving for. Well, but we're about to go into Subtropolis, and it would be really helpful to have someone in Hamlet opening that can hear our 
radio transmissions. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure thing. Yeah, I can keep a little emergency, like, SOS frequency wave open for you guys. Yeah. Well, I think... That shouldn't be a problem. Stu, do you think the TTE can record transmissions? Uh, probably not by default, but you could try to scrounge up something to make that work. Mm. Certainly, with the weird shit that Ocean collects. I was yeah. okay. I got a lot of shit. All right, that can be that can be if everything else goes well. We can do that as the end of the montage. Both of you, in this montage, give me one Try Something Challenging. Okay. Book, you can have advantage on the Try Something Challenging, since you understood those schematics so well. So I roll three? Yep, three and take the two highest. And then also there's going to be an... Act under fire. Oh, no. Okay, so we're going to both roll, try something challenging, and we're both going to do the act under fire. Yep. Do I have advantage on just the one or both? Yep, just to try something challenging. Okay. The act under fire is working through these conditions, basically. Understood. All right. So my try something challenging was a seven. My act under fire is a nine. My try something challenging was a five. Oof. With advantage, Oof. oh! What's your act under fire? Uh, that is a nine. Oh, two nines. Okay, so we montage through. Gonna be a montage. Let's get down to business. <laughs> so many montages. He comes back holding his Taco Bell party pack and a bunch of Baja blasts, and he uh, comes up. He he's. Son, somehow while he's been gone he comes back and he's wearing like a full mechanic onesie ready to go with a, like a welder mask up on the top of his head and big gloves and uh he unrolls the schematics that you brought back uh, and you guys start trying to hook everything up his the thing that throws a big wrench into it book is his setup is very complicated and very cobbled together from a lot of different things mm-hmm. like he's got like random ass repeaters and a bunch of stuff that you don't even understand what it does and when you try to talk to him about it he's like i know that when i didn't have that there there was this like and then when i put it there it was just like a which was much easier that kind of just makes it sound like deep and like wholesome in my voice when i talk to people so i I switched it to that and uh you're trying to figure out how all this works Mm -hmm. you guys barely stay up through the uh two nights uh and it takes you the full time it's like the sun's coming up on two days from now um there's no sun (laughs) (laughs) the lights all flicker on uh two days from now Ooh, (laughs) oh i just had an idea i can't believe none of you i just had an idea what's your idea what oh what time of day did uh ocean not ocean did book notice the um the light on the the mirror that was right when he he probably had slept in kind of late because he was drunk, right? So that was probably like 10, 10 a.m., which you guys be- which you guys believe to be 10 a.m. I was about to say, it's what we believe to be 10 a.m. So I don't know. What if the light that he's seeing is actually real stars? Ooh. What, what if, if it's an actually way to find out. Crawl up there. <laughs> Do it, coward. You guys... Uh, finish hooking it up you think you got everything set up right uh he tests the transmission he's so excited somehow johnny hertz has maintained his level in it of energy through all of this you guys are just like completely drained dead like you only took like two naps each for like a couple hours and he was like waking you up right at the time 
that your shift was supposed to start. He gets so excited as you hook it up. Johnny Hertz is our golem. <laughs> he grabs a uh, handheld radio and runs out to the uh, outside of his shack. And he goes, hey, transmit something. Come on. Anything. Just flip the switch. So I, I listen to Johnny, but I <clears throat> I crank it to... Okay, so let me think. If we're going through rock, which is very dense, the higher frequency would go further, right? I think it's the opposite. I could be wrong. Though. I think it's the opposite because in air, like radio waves go the furthest, right? Because microwaves don't go very far. Yeah. Okay. So I'll say I, I turn it to a, a very low frequency, something that I think will go the furthest. And I say, I basically, I'm going to try to talk to the surface and my parents. I'm going to go, this is Book McCready calling from. It works. It works. And Guys, it's Johnny Hertz and it works out here. That's awesome. Johnny. Um, give me one second, and I go back on, and I say, this is Book McCready. I'm calling from a radio station in Hamlet opening. I'm hoping to reach anyone on the surface that can hear me, uh, especially Margaret and, and Charles McCready. Uh, if you're out there, just know that I'm, I'm coming. And then I click off. He comes in. He is smiling so big. He's, he's about to accidentally eat his own ears. And Do we get anything back? He goes, anything? Do we receive anything? He goes, well, let's, let's try the receiving. Oh, no. And he goes up uh, and he uh, flips a switch. Uh, he has the he you guys wired up some speakers that he previously didn't have uh, to this other aspect of it. And he flips the switch. And as soon as he flips it, you guys hear. I start writing it down. And. He starts trying to change the frequency, yeah. and it's like that everywhere, on every single frequency. He's like, what the fuck? This shit's broken. I don't think it's broken, Johnny. I think it's Morse code. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for an episode that will be way less walking between different people and talking to them for the entire hour. As we approach summer, remember that while you're chilling by the pool or hanging out at the beach, you have your good Bluetooth speaker blaring one of our episodes. And when people come up to ask you to please turn it down or off or change it to anything that's enjoyable to listen to, tell them, I will as soon as you like and subscribe this podcast because it's pretty good. Stu Masterson performs the music and editing, Brady makes that logo and art, and Jacob uses his Tokyo 2 connections to get us all the LCL we need to perform this podcast. Love you, bye. Sharknado really just jumped the shark, didn't it?